you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly... Uh, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day to day. Mm. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Forever35. Hold up. 
Hello, friends, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And while we are not experts, we... <laughs> said that so dramatically it took me aback um we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums and before we get into the episode we're going to give you the rundown of the business which is that you can visit our website forever35podcast.com for links to everything we talk about on our show you may follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, Instagram at Forever35Podcast, and you can join the Forever35 Facebook group where the password is Serums. We also have a newsletter, which you can find at Forever35Podcast.com. And if you want to reach us, we have a number where you can call and leave a message, or you can text us at 781-591-0390. You can email us at forever35podcast.com. We always appreciate a rating or and or review on Apple Podcasts, and we also appreciate it when you tell friends about us. And before we get going, I just want to remind everyone that Kate and I are doing a live happy hour. What, what? To celebrate <laughs> Dory's book. On June 7th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it will be recorded. So if you can't make it, no worries. You can watch it later. We're just going to be gabbing about, you know, Gabby stuff. We're going to be giggling and gabbing. What are we yeah. going to gab about? So much, Kate. What aren't we going to gab about? I mean, should I do a butt mask live on the Zoom? Yes, definitely. <laughs> I won't be joining you in that. Listen, but I encourage it's, it. It's, it's your book, and I'm here to do whatever it takes. <laughs> I, you know what? I appreciate that. Um, I'm here for you. And all you have to do to join us is pre-order my book in any format from any retailer, and then head on over to my website, dory-shafrir.com. And there is a link to sign up. You just have to put in your pre-order number, and you get the goods. Dory, if I pre-ordered the audiobook, can I still come? You can. That that falls under the any format umbrella. If I pre-ordered it a long time ago, can I still come? Yes. Any pre-order at any time counts. Great, great. I'm trying to think of other questions well, that we've been asked. Unfortunately, for the purposes of this happy hour, um, library requests do not count which I'm sad about, but um, something I don't have total control over. Um, Copy that, Dory. Copy that. So while I greatly appreciate all of the library requests, for the purposes of this pre-order incentive, you have to actually purchase the book. So um, I hope that that's, that's, just, that's just how it is. But any, any format, any retailer... We appreciate you. There's a link. There's links to various retailers on my website. We make it easy for you. I'm very excited. That's all. And I'm you'll be say. able to. You'll be able to submit questions ahead of time. But we will also be taking questions live on the air. Oh my god! It's never been done. <laughs> oh my god! Live on I know. the air. I know. I'm nervous. I know. It's going to be fun. What so. am I going to wear? I know. What am I going to wear? I mean, honestly, could I just wear a sweat, like a comfortable sweat? 
Yes, of course. You can wear whatever. I can be myself, right? Honestly, you can wear whatever you want. Being yourself is encouraged, Kate. It would be weird if you suddenly became someone else for the purposes of this happy hour. I show up with like a big beehive and like a th- yeah. nice thick cat eye. I've completely changed my style. Uh, you know, you wore, you wore a cat eye when we went to the iHeartRadio Podcast Awards, and I thought it looked very fetching. I loved that whole look. The I did too. secret is, though, that someone else did my makeup. And anytime Indeed. I have tried to do a, any sort of like thick, cool eyeliner situation, it's it looks like a crayon has been scribbled across my eyelid. It's just I just cannot master it. Yeah, it's very hard. You really have to have a steady hand. Well, I and I'm so envious of people who do it themselves. Like I. It, yes. It, I, I I don't know what it is about me, but I feel like, you know, on the things I'm going to learn for the rest of the time that I'm here on Earth, I think I just have to let this one go. Oh, okay. Do you have anything like that? Like skateboarding? Like I've always wanted to learn how to skateboard, but I'm kind of like, you know what? I think I'm just going to have to like accept Skateboarding and snowboarding. I tried are- learning snowboarding and it was a disaster. Would you I want to take a with- skateboarding lesson with I me? ended up with a very bruised butt. Kate... This is a good segue into what I want to talk about. But, you know, I'm going to be 44 on Sunday. Woohoo! And I don't want to say that, like, you're ever too old to do anything, because I truly believe that for the most part, for many things, that is not true. But I somehow feel like I'm too old to learn how to skateboard. Okay, so what makes you think that? Is it that, like, you're worried about breaking bones? Is it that you is, feel that like... That is one thing. Okay. I don't know. I feel like the moment has passed. Like I should have learned how to skateboard when I was like in my early twenties. When I still like when I still lusted after skater boys. But now you would just you know? be skating for yourself. You wouldn't be doing it out of lust. Would, but you know what? But you know what I could get into that I feel like is the <laughs> middle aged equivalent of skateboarding. I think I could get into rollerblading. Okay, Dory. Now, <laughs> I don't think it's the middle aged version of skateboarding. I, I, I don't, don't think. No, there's it's on wheels. nothing. Yes, but it's not even like remotely cool. Like there, it would have to have some That's sort of true. cool factor. What about roller I think if you were into skating? Roller, roller, yes. Yeah, roller skating. Yes. I used to you really were, like yes. roller skating. Roller skating was a very fun thing that I used to do at spinoffs in Boston as a young child. This might have even been before your time, Kate. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what a spin-off is, to be honest with you. It what was a that? roller skating rink that was on Lansdowne Street oh. behind Fenway Park that then later became a Dave and Buster's. I don't know if it is still a Dave and Buster's. I have been in I've been in that, I think. <laughs> but in the in the early eighties, it was a roller skating rink. And I used to go there with some frequency. And whenever it was someone's birthday, they would clear the floor and you got to do a solo skate to Cool in the Gang's celebration. That sounds amazing. What if you did that for your 44th birthday? <laughs> I mean, now that I'm talking about it, it seems kind of fun recreating the magic of spinoffs. Well, I, I do want to kind of get into a little bit more about how you're feeling about your birthday. But before we we do, I wanted to give a shout out to a person that I've been following on TikTok who has kind of inspired this a little bit in me. Their name is Auntie Skates. 
Um, she's based in Canada and her bio is auntie. She, her is 46 and skates in a sari spreading joy and positivity. It's never too late. And I believe she then tags a later skaters gang, which is like an adult, um, group of skaters that took it up later in life. And so I've been watching her skate on TikTok and she's amazing. And that has really kind of inspired me to like think more about it. But I also kind of feel like maybe it's just, Maybe I can just let this one go. Anyway. I mean, that does sound really fun. And I love that spirit. I love it, too. I she's, And she's a great skater. I mean, she looks so badass. You know um, what I think it, it yes. also is? I feel like to become good at it, I would have to devote so much time and energy to skating. And I just don't know if that's like what I want to spend my time on right now. I will say you have the perfect husband for it because he gets very into projects and I feel like he could build you a skate ramp. Like he would be, don't you think he oh would be God. into if doing I, something like that? Yes. And I feel like if Henry ever gets into skating, he's going to be like such a skate dad. Oh yeah. He'll get into it. Yeah. Well, my like daughter's friends who are 10 skateboard and I see them at softball practice and I tried to get on their skateboard and it was like getting on a piece of ice like it was so i was like what am i i can't stand yeah. on this i know it seems crazy <sighs> it does it does seem crazy but still very cool and very fun so if you take it up i will support you okay i'll report back i'll report Please back do. well let's talk more about 44 okay let's do it so i turned 44 on sunday um i made some dinner reservations <laughs> Ooh. That I'm feeling like fine about. But other than that, I don't have anything planned for the day. And it, it's almost, you know, I think May is such a weird month to have birthdays because there's always so much else going on in May. Hmm, okay. There's Mother's Day. There were always like graduations. There were like, it's just a very busy month. And I, I feel like my birthday kind of like creeps up on me. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah. I, do, I do like to celebrate my birthday. But I don't really know what to do. My in-laws will be here, which is another wrinkle. Oh, that's fascinating. Okay. Your in-laws are going to be here for your birthday. Okay. Are they yes. are they joining you on the dinner plans? They are not. They are going to be babysitting. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if I should steal away for the day. Yes. But like, where do I go and what do I do? I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Right, because things are still kind of closed here. Yes, exactly. So I don't know, but all these things have been sort of floating around in my head. I do I do kind of want to celebrate myself. It's been a really intense year for me and many people. And I feel like it's a good kind of, you know, it is, we're still technically in, in COVID times, so it's now my second birthday in, in COVID times. Last year, we really did nothing. Um, besides, I think we ordered dinner, but that was it. And this year, it feels like I can kind of, I can, I can go out into the world a little bit more. So I don't know. What should I do, Kate? Well, I mean, would you go to like Milk and Honey Spa in Brentwood? Would you do that? Oh, I could maybe do that. A little spa day? It's an I mean, interesting idea. I I also just like the idea of going to the beach alone. Like I love I love going to the beach. Yeah. And just something about, you know, getting to sit 
without your family, without having to worry about a child. Mm -hmm. And you can just bring a book, Mm -hmm. put your phone on, you know, silence and do not Mm -hmm. disturb and maybe bring a really delicious thing that you're excited about eating and like just kind of have a little, Mm -hmm. even if it's like just a couple of hours, like just some nice time alone. Okay. I like that. I mean, I love being alone. I feel like that's like the wrong attitude to have. No, I just said I want to figure out something that I can do alone. (laughs) Okay. okay, (laughs) Didn't know if I was just pushing that on you or what. No, I just, I was sort of drawing a blank though about what to do. Like, I think, I don't know. I think what I really like, what I would like to do is like, sit by a pool and have someone bring me pina coladas. Ooh. Well, you have been wanting to go on a vacation for like over a year. I mean, this is how Dory's Hotel was formed. Was It's true. It's true. I don't know. Well, you've given me some ideas. And for that, I thank you. Well, I do I do want to add that I believe here in LA, you can get like a day pass to a hotel pool. Yes. I am going to look into that. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes they're not available on the weekends, but but I'm going to I'm going to investigate that situation. Well, I will also say that if you want to like take a rain check and do it on the Monday after your birthday, you could do that and we could adjust our work schedule. I would be happy to accommodate oh, you know, your pool day. That's very kind. So just think about that too, Dory. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. I'm getting a little, a little choked up. Getting a little misty. Yeah, getting a little misty eyed over here. <sighs> well, anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about what you're thinking about these days. Well, look, my only kind of uh, personal update that's going on over here is that I've been thinking that I need to come up with a body skincare regimen the same way that Mm -hmm. I wash, you know, have a whole routine for my face. Mm-hmm. I have been thinking about how I'm, you know, I'm a little bit of a snob about face skincare and yet. Yeah, I don't do anything for my body, but just like rub soap on it and rinse it off. Mm-hmm. And now look, my body skin is like fine, but I will say like my butt is bumpy and I get butt sits. And like I'm I'm wondering okay. if I need to become a butt serumer, like our listener who is called in the butt serum caller. I I don't want to put my face products on my butt because one, nobody sees my butt and two, my butt is like twice the size of my face. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm thinking I, I've been Googling today, like, I think I need to find a salicylic body wash or body serum if such a thing exists. I have been, mm. I have really actually been really liking Necessaire um, sent us some products and they make like really cool body care products. And I have been loving their body moisturizer. And they also have a body exfoliator to use in the shower. They have a body serum that's very hydrating that you would use after the shower. They have a lot of really cool stuff. So I was thinking I would try to more regularly use the exfoliator and then think about some sort of like salicylic acid situation and then really good moisturizing. May I make a suggestion? Yes. I have really been enjoying some products that Skin Fix sent us. And one of the things they sent us was their Resurface Plus AHA Renewing Cream. Oh, my God. That's right. Which is a body cream. And it's really great for people with um, KP, which I have. But 
I feel like it would smooth things out very nicely for you. So I have been using that and I, I really like it. Okay, that's a great suggestion. I have that up on my shelf here in my closet. Yeah, I was going to so say, gonna you should already have it. I do. They were very uh, kind in sending us prods. Okay, great suggestion. Thank you. I believe they sent us another body care product that I need to check out. Okay, great. And, you know, uh, Dr. Pimple Popper makes a, sa- uh, um, a salicylic body wash, too, that I might grab. Ooh, that's a good idea. <sighs> Anyway, so that's what I've been thinking about. It's just like, why don't I like, why am I such a snob about like vitamin C and like all this shit? And then I'm just using Dove and walking. Not that there's anything wrong with Dove, but it's like, who am I to judge people's skincare routines when I don't take care of well, my most of my skin? I just kind of wash I it and forget think, it. I think a lot of people do the exact same thing, myself included, because our faces are what most people see. Like, I mean, unless I'm mistaken, most people are not looking at your bare butt with any regularity. Well, until our Zoom, our pre-order Zoom. <laughs> hey, don't make promises you can't keep. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to be very drunk for that to happen. But, you know, never say never. Never say never. Um. Well, should we take a little break before we talk to our guests who were such delights? This was a fun one. A very fun one. And you know what was actually kind of like a, dare I say, a treat? Younger than us guests. Yes, indeed. So we got to speak with Amy Solomon and Monica Padman. Amy is a TV producer who put together an amazing collection of essays, illustrations, like short comedy bits in this new book called Notes from the Bathroom Line. And it features all uh, all women, all women in comedy. And it's just fantastic. And one of the women featured in that fantastic book is Monica Padman, who you might know from Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. A little, little, little podcast called Armchair Expert. A little note, like some people <laughs> listen to that podcast, I would say. Anyway, they were both delightful, and we had so much fun talking to them. So please enjoy our conversation. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology 
that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite honey love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just (laughs) going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. It's like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish 
on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Well, we're very excited because we've got a double whammy <laughs> guest situation today. So I'm going to introduce them in order of where I have their bios on the screen. Uh, our first guest is Amy Solomon. Amy is a film and TV producer, most recently on HBO's Barry and Silicon Valley. She runs Alec Berg's production company here in Los Angeles, where she develops movies and TV that you will hopefully see someday. And she is originally from Chicago, um, but she lives here in LA with her dogs, Nan and Goose, who she says are perfect. We'll, we'll believe her. <laughs> and she loves baseball and her friend's kids. And she is also the editor of this amazing new book called Notes from the Bathroom Line, Humor, Art, and Low-Grade Panic from 150 of the Funniest Women in Comedy. And it's fantastic. And we're so excited because one of those funny women featured in the book is also here with us. Certainly, if you listen to this podcast, you listen to her podcast. It's Monica Padman. Monica is an actress, writer, producer, and co-host producer of the Armchair Expert podcast. One of the best. I mean, truly the cream of the crop. And her acting credits include Chips, The Good Place, Bless This Mess, and Ryan Hansen Solves Crime on Television. She created Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard in 2018, and it was the most downloaded podcast of that year, and it won the iHeartRadio Award for Best New Podcast that year. She also has a 10-episode podcast called Monica and Jess Love Boys, which is hilarious and honest and all about the journey to healthy relationships and dating. And she's also an Emmy-nominated producer on Momsplaining, starring Kristen Bell, which is a digital series on Ellen Tube about motherhood. And I, it is very funny. So, Amy, Monica, 
Welcome to Forever 35. We're really thrilled to get to talk to both of you in this kind of like group chat setting that we're in. Thank you for having us. This is so fun. So we always start each episode asking our guests about a personal self-care practice that they have that can truly be anything under the sun. And there is no judgment here. Um, So we'll let you think for a minute. And then, Amy, why don't we start with you? Share any self-care practice you have. And then, Monica, we'll we'll hear from you. Yes. So I am addicted to the dog beach. It is my favorite place Mm. in the whole world. Um, The Huntington Beach dog beach in particular Okay, um, you skip the Long Beach Dog Beach and you go to the Huntington Beach Dog Beach. Yes, I well, I will go to the I will go to the Long Beach Dog Beach, but the Huntington Beach Dog Beach is so big, and it's my dog's favorite place. Most of my I think self care practices are tied to my dogs being happy because I think that's what makes me happiest. And when they get to the beach, what we roll down the window and they s- put their snoots out to sniff the ocean. And it is the sweetest thing on the planet. And then, so I really try to stack meetings so that a lot of times I get like one day a week where I could drive the dogs to the dog beach. Um, I mean, it doesn't happen every week, but that's like my, you know, that's my biggest, uh, it's not a guilty pleasure. It's just a self-care practice. Um, but yeah, it's heaven. It's heaven. And they just like run like crazy and they chase birds and they meet little pals and I sit there and it's it's the best. In addition to like you experiencing your dog's magic, what does it give to you? Like, do you love because I take my dog to the dog beach as well. And I just love all the dogs that come and like talk to me. I mean, they don't talk to me, but like there's this kind of just this fascinating feeling of being there that's different than just being on the beach with people. I'm wondering if you kind of have a similar experience. Yeah, totally. I mean, I do think a lot of the activities we do to, are to see other dogs that are like for me. My dogs like other dogs, but like I love other dogs. So like it is just like a it's like a fashion show in or like a dog fashion show. And then. Yeah, I love that. I do love the ocean. I find the ocean to be like unbelievably restorative. I feel like anytime and I live so far east. So it's like this is so LA, but it's such a trick. Um, But I do when you can like make that time to do it. I just putting your feet and your calves and maybe your whole body because you have to pee in the ocean is like (laughs) absolute heaven to me. So yeah, it's for me. It's for the dogs. It's for the dogs. When they're happy, I'm happy. It's like from every direction, you know? Yeah. I feel like we we don't talk that much about pets as self-care. Like which is weird because I feel like so many people who come on the show do have pets. Kate and I both have dogs. And yet and they are such a source of joy and comfort. They so, are they're also thank pains you. in the pains in the butt sometimes too. Like I look <laughs> totally. at my dog and I'm like, You're totally. both self-care and a pain in the ass. Yes. But like I would be miserable yes. without you. Yeah. It is a combo. That's the place where I feel like it also like just letting them off leash and just like letting them like it's also easy, right? Because it's just like, go, you're good. Um, but there's like such a joy too in watching dogs be unleashed near like at the sea. Like they're just they're at their most kind of like happy and bouncy and joyful. And it really like it just is very I get it. It's very soothing. Yeah. I Anyone in L.A., even if you don't have a dog, go to the Huntington yeah. Beach Dog Beach. I used to go prior to having dogs and just soak it all in. I don't have any pets, 
but I do know that like dogs can actually like suck out your anxiety. Like it's like a real physical, mm. uh, physiological like phenomenon where they can sort of sense when you're depressed and anxious and like come over and they yes. will like absorb it literally. It's crazy. It's crazy. You, so yeah, you know we don't deserve dogs. No, we, we don't. don't. <laughs> my my both of my kids have had a hard time during this pandemic, but my younger one especially, and she now sleeps with our dog. And like every night, the dog just like knows to go into her bed and know and and like it's she now can't kind of sleep without her. The dog has kind of become like her little baby blanket. So maybe that's what's going on there. Aww. Maybe the dog can smell it. I think probably it's so beautiful. I cry about it every day. Pretty much. <laughs> I've been known. I like whenever I the dog beach or like a beautiful hike, I will weep about like companionship and how mm. like big of a it's I mean, it's I'm glad they're in my bio because it's it's accurate how big of a part of me they are. But yeah. Monica, what is your self-care practice? Gosh, I have so many. I am such I'm very indulgent. Like I love a massage. I will prioritize a massage. I um I have like a morning routine that involves a matcha machine that is very important Amazing. To me that gets my day really going. Um can I can I interrupt with a question? Yes, please. So I've never heard. I didn't realize there was such a thing as a matcha machine. Oh my god! Is it similar it. to a, a coffee maker? Like you don't do the powder and water and stir it yourself. You've got a whole system doing it for you. You you have the raw leaves and you put them in the top and it grinds it for you. Like you put a little water at the bottom of the, like this cup and it grinds the leaves and like spins it to a degree that you can't match with the water and it is unbelievable like the the fine dust that is coming out of that matcha <laughs> machine it is it, it is a vision it's unbelievable it's called kuzin matcha just for a shout out um it's it's awesome and i have gotten super addicted to it and i can't drink coffee coffee makes me feel very very anxious can i ask a, a you use the word indulgent which i'm Really glad you used because I do feel like, especially as women, we're often kind of um, criticized for, quote, indulging just for the sake of it. And oftentimes, even with the conversation about self-care, you know, there's this, you know, a lot of and Dory and I talk about this. It's like, well, self-care is not just baths. It's not just, you know, yeah. getting a facial, but sometimes it is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like permission yes. to be indulgent is really important. Was there ever a time where you had to kind of like, have you always give, given that to yourself? Or was there ever a time where you had to be like, you know what? I deserve this and I don't need to answer to anybody about it. I am pretty good about if I have the means, um, like, literally financial means, <laughs> then I, I use it. I use it to make myself feel good. Um, I also, you know, I think maybe part of this is I don't have children. I don't have a husband. Um, and I, I'm like kind of, I mean, I'm sort of perpetually single. So I don't 
I don't ever have to answer to anyone. <laughs> like I never have to say, oh, I'm going to go out for a couple hours and go get a massage. Like I just wake up and decide I want to do that. And I can't. I mean, it's an incredible part of, I think, that lifestyle. There's obviously pitfalls. And speaking of companionship, you know, you lose that a bit. But, but I do, I have always been pretty good about like making space for things that make me feel good emotionally and just like my body. Amy, we wanted to talk about this book because it's really freaking funny. I mean, I was like full on. I think Dora, Dora you were too like full on laughing yeah. out loud. Alone we were texting each it. other. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it is laugh out loud, funny and smart and interesting and so varied. Um, so we'd love to hear kind of what inspired you to put it together and what you hope it gives the people who who find it, especially the women who read it. Yeah, totally. So there was this book from 1976 called Titters. So I grew up obsessed with Gilda Radner. So I bought anything and everything she ever like touched or did or anything. And so she contributed to this book that a ton of amazing women it was like Lorraine Newman and Candace Bergen and Phyllis Diller and just like all the fucking queens. And so they it's this big um, it's almost like it's more of a zine, but it's it's big, whatever. So I discovered that in like probably middle school and I just got obsessed. It's like 200 pages and it's comics and essays and fiction and just like anything and everything. And it was just always so insane to me that there was never anything else like it. Um, and it was in 1976. So it was like, this is absurd. Um, so it had always kind of been in the back of my mind and I always felt like someone would do it. Right. I was just like, somebody's gotta, but then it was like, Oh no, no one is like, I better try this. And I'm like, so lucky that I meet funny women all day, every day through work. So that was it. I mean, to be honest, like, I mean, there's it's the fact that you were laughing out loud and texting about it. Like that's my dream. Um, so that makes me so happy. I also just hope people like, you know, I think a lot of people see like, Oh, Kristen Shawl is in it. So they pick it up and then they just discover so many amazing women that they didn't know about. Um, that's my dream. And this little, um, this 12 year old girl who I met her dad through some work thing and she watched one of the Zoom events and she wrote me this letter about how before the Zoom event and the book, her, she, it's so cute. It's on my dining room table forever. It says, um, it says like before this book, my favorite comedians were John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. And now I know about so many women. Oh, <laughs> I love that. It's so sweet. It's like, and no shade to John Mulaney or Andy Samberg, but it's like, oh my God, the fact that that reached this 13 year old girl and she discovered so many funny women is magic to me. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that too, especially because I think both of you like started your interest in comedy and acting as kids, as teenagers, right? I mean, that is when you were both, from what I understand, both getting into this world. Totally. Yeah, if it could reach the little Amy's and Monica's, like, that's (laughs) the dream. And you need that. You Um, need people to, that you see that look like you or seem like you that you can be like, I can do that too. Because if it's just John Mulaney and you're 13, who I I do love. But if you're, I mean, how can you not? But if you're a 13 year old girl, (laughs) you need to be aware that like, it's not just those people. You can do it too. 
Did you have someone like that, Monica, when you were a teenager? Um, I mean, my first, like, foray into being obsessed with comedy in general was Friends. Um, So I was, you know, all, all of those people, but really mainly Lisa Kudrow in that space. I was just like, oh, my God, she's doing something so mm-hmm. special and so different. And then when I got a little older, Amy Poehler was definitely mm-hmm. probably that for me. Um, and just because it was so punk rock, like creating UCB and all of that just mm-hmm. had such a different level of coolness that I was like, oh, yeah, I want to be in that. Okay, well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back. Can you each talk about 
just sort of how, you know, beyond kind of looking up to people, how you found your respective careers in comedy and just what was your path? I think this career in particular is one that is very mysterious to a lot of people who are not in it. And I'd love to hear just kind of like what worked, what didn't work? Were there people who, you know, really helped you along the way? And what advice would you give people trying to get into this field? Yeah. So mine is so strange, but basically when I was leaving college, I wanted to move out here and I knew I wanted to do comedy stuff, but I was really just like, let me in there. And then these random parents of a girl in my college class who I didn't even know her. I didn't know them. They were screenwriters and they were like, we'll forward your resume around like, which was so, you know, nice. Um, and then in like August after I graduated, they were like, are you still looking for a job? And I was like getting like desperate. I was like, yeah. And they were like, we know this guy who um, needs an assistant. And it was Alec Berg, the showrunner of Silicon Valley, who is still my boss seven years later. Yeah. Um, but so, I mean, it's definitely a testament to like people. I, I will not anyone who's rude to young people looking to break in especially like i mean any young woman who comes to me and is like how the hell do i do this it's like that's how i got in here like let's fucking talk you know what i mean um so that's like it was just those really sweet people who forwarded my resume to him and like heard about it um so yeah i just think it's all about i my other biggest thing my two big things of advice are to write thank you notes I've said this in like every interview about this book, but like, I just like, I write, I write an email no matter what. And then if someone really helped you out, write them a handwritten thank you note. I like really deeply believe in it. Like anyone who's ever done that to me, you remember that like forever. Um, and then keep in touch with people when you don't just need something from them. Like mm -hmm. when I hear from something, when I hear from people when they only need something, ooh, baby, it gets on my nerves. But when someone is just kind and keep is, keeps in touch, it's like, hell yeah, you know? That what about sense. you, Monica? That's good. Yeah. Uh, for me, I also had sort of a bizarre route, but I think that's actually the main piece of advice, <laughs> essentially, is like you can't copy somebody else's path if you try totally. it's not gonna work you know so i and i did try i try i i did like all the conventional things and i started out in comedy in middle school and high school like plays and stuff like that I always just gravitated toward comedy so knew i wanted to do that and knew that i should do improv so immediately when i moved out here i signed up at ucb and was doing all that and, you know, sending my resume to every single person I could and, uh, and a sit Brooke Pob Joy, who's a wonderful manager. She just actually just stopped being a manager, but, um, she's incredible. And at the time she was an assistant. And so she just like came by my email or resume or something and, 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 reached back out to me and said, so you, you're a little green, but keep in touch. Speaking of keeping in touch. And I was like, great. So I just did. I just like checked in with her a lot and told her what I was up to. And then eventually she sent me on an audition and, and we started working together. And so that was great. But really, I guess 
I mean, my career trajectory took such a turn in a way that I never, ever was planning or would have expected or even knew. Podcasts weren't even a thing when I was having all these dreams. You know, it just wasn't. But I, I have received great advice, which is love the thing that loves you back. And I take that in a lot. So it's like whatever is mm. feeding you right now or giving you something right now, like take it. You don't, you're not stuck. You're not going to, you're not, you can stop at any time, but you never know what it's going to give you. And so I've sort of been just doing that and just like saying yes to things that are in front of me for a long time. And, it, and it's, it's led me here. It's so interesting just kind of like psychoanalyzing both your careers as I'm sitting here because like, Amy, you come from the producer side, but you have put together, you've edited a book and Monica, you're an, an actor and a comedian who's also producing and hosting podcasts. And it's both interesting to me that like neither of you seem to feel like bound by career, but rather uh, like adventure, adventurous and not and not limiting yourself. And I'm curious if that's just always been your instinct. Perhaps it's generational. Have you ever noticed that about yourself? Like, is that is that a conscious thing you're aware of? Either of you? Oh, I think that about you too. Also, both of you. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> well, thanks, thank you so Amy. <laughs> so that's what I really wanted. We, to hear. we could all answer all together. <laughs> I, I do think I. I feel like those like sort of career as a like capital C barriers are kind of being broken down a little bit. Like, I don't know. Like, like the term multi hyphenate we used to like laugh about, but now it's like kind of weird to just be one thing almost. Like, I just think I so agree with what Monica said of like saying yes to what's in front of you. Like, I came out here being like, I want to be a writer's assistant. That's what I have to be. Cause people had said like, writer's assistant is the way you do it. That's how you do it. And I got a job as Alex's assistant, which like wasn't in the writer's room. And it turns out I love all the producing. And had I just been in the writer's room, I might not have ever found that out so i think yeah like the love i've never heard the love the thing that loves you back but i love that like yeah like take what's there and it might teach you that you might like other shit you know monica you started at on armchair expert as what, what like the quote fact checker right like what was the intention for you to always essentially be a co-host or did, did that really kind of evolve over that first year well truth be told we just did not know what we were doing at all. We were just like, oh, we'll try this. And oh, we, since it's called Armchair Expert, I guess we'll have this like fact check at the end that you could do. That's fun. But I was always like going to be a producer and and a co-host, but we didn't know what, no one, we just didn't know what it meant. And the first yeah. Yeah, episode yeah. we recorded with Kristen, I just sat there. I didn't say anything. I just sat next to her and I was like, okay. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? And it took a while. It took a long time for us to get into a groove and to find our rhythm. And for me personally, to find my own rhythm and what that meant, like when to chime in, when to sit back, you know, all of that. It it definitely took time. And definitely for me, it took a lot of, um, I don't want to say therapy, but perhaps like it took a lot of self-reflection and and figuring out why I would leave recordings and feel bad, feel bad about myself mm. 
And it happened a lot at the beginning. And it was because, you know, I'm sitting across from whatever, Ted Danson or Judd Apatow. And I'm like, oh my God. Again, because I'm trained with this idea of like, well, this is a person who makes decisions. And so I need them to like me or I need them to see that I'm funny or I have something Mm -hmm. to offer because they might have opportunities for me. And then I... But I was really in my head about all of that. So then I wasn't able to deliver any of it. And then we'd end and I'd be like, oh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get to hear them. <laughs> and then at some point I was like, this is dumb. Like I, this, this is doing me a huge disservice. Just be in the moment, have fun, have fun with Dax. It, if something comes to mind, say it. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's okay too. And then everything just, it just got so much better. For all of us, I think, um, yeah, and 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 to to go back a little bit to what we were talking about with like, what do we call ourselves? I do think the idea of like career or what you do as your identity is something we should be like trying to not do. Like, I'm an actress. Mm-hmm. Well, totally. kind of. I'm also just a person who happens to act, who has all these other things I have going on, who hosts a podcast. But I think when we put these career words up first, it actually, like, I think it gives everyone just tons of anxiety and is not all that helpful. Totally. Yeah, I so agree. I hope, like, I wish we could make it like this, like, big group incentive to when we go back out in the world to like when you go to parties or whatever it's like not like what do you do you know like I feel like the last few years we've started to talk about like you know there was that trend of people being like how do you spend your days or like other types of things (laughs) to say (laughs) 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 but I just yeah I so agree like and that's not how I identify as a human really so Mm -hmm. it's just like I also think it's so interesting like how you're like you know, the podcasting wasn't a thing when I like conceptualized my career. I wish like, I'd love to be able to tell younger Amy that of like, just by definition, the world keeps going. So there are going to yeah. be things that exist that you don't know will exist. Like all the Silicon Valley guys, when we were doing that show, like that, you know, they all grew up wanting to be movie stars, right? Like they want to be in Star Wars. And now Kumail, of course, is in Star Wars, but that's an exception <laughs> to the rule. But like, and it was sometimes it was interesting to watch them reckon with like, this isn't, I'm the star of a fucking HBO show. That should be amazing. But it's also not like what I imagined. Like I'm playing mm-hmm. this like nerd on TV. I'm not like holding a lightsaber. And it would be like, it just looks different than how you think of it when you're 12. Cause this didn't exist. And so like, it's hard to you It takes a lot of self-reflection to like realize the world changes, you know? Yeah, it does. It's so, that's so true. That is, I hadn't even thought about that. And yet here we are. Um, I I did want to ask about love and dating because Monica, well, first of all, there's a whole chapter on love and dating in the book, many funny observations. And Monica, of course, you host a whole podcast about love and dating and have been very forthcoming about your experiences, like your your fears, you know, kind of how you deal with being single. Um, what have you what have you learned about how to care yourself, care for yourself while going through the dating world? I, it's so tricky because I spent so many years avoiding it 
And Monica and Jess Love Boy season one was really like forcing myself to really put myself out there. We had these challenges at the end of each episode. So I like had to go on dates and like had to do stuff. But and that's such a big hurdle for me is is allowing putting myself out there and possibly getting rejected because I feel like that happened so much when I was younger and I was like I'm subconsciously like I'm done with that that didn't work out for me I'm done with that and forcing myself to do it again I think is important and hard um I guess I mean I think because I it's weird. I, I I do have a lot of confidence in other areas in my life. Just dating is not the category. And so if I'm feeling really down on myself for that category, I think I just try to lean into some of the other ones and remind myself like I have something to to offer. Um and I think that's helpful. I don't know if it's healthy, but it's helpful. <laughs> It is. Yes, it is helpful. And it is, I mean, I don't, I, just dating in general, one, I haven't done it in a long time. So I'm always, whenever people ask us questions about it, I'm like, I literally don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what it's like to have to constant. and Dory does know what it's like because you were dating more recently. But it can be like a very strange reflection. Like you're, you do a lot of reflecting on yourself as well as other people. And I feel like that must at some point feel very exhausting for sure i mean ultimately these relationships they're just you they're your issues that you're like whatever issues you have in relationships are really just your issues that you're projecting or you're engaging in and so it all is sort of a practice of like learning your own everything before you enter this like dual existence i i think Yeah, I I was I am now in a relationship but was very perpetually single for a very long time before that and got dumped brutally three times in a row right before I met my boyfriend. It was unreal in one summer of absolute tears. But um I I was the same. It was like if I was feeling good in like work or friendship or some other realm, I felt like I could like ground myself in that and not take the dating realm so seriously. But when multiple realms weren't going great it was like full spiral you know but or if i was if things were going really well with a guy and things went badly at work i'd be like that's okay i'm kissing this boy you know what i mean (laughs) it was always like leaning in one direction i don't know if it's good but that was definitely how i was coping with it well we did promise at the beginning that we were going to dig into skincare and we want to make sure before we run out of time that we get into every product that is put on your faces, <laughs> especially because we know Monica loves skincare. <laughs> Amy, you have told us that Love you it. are, you're a, a novice, a noob, a curious skincare person. I basically, <laughs> I got perioral dermatitis. Do you know about this thing? Oh. From, uh-huh. from masks? Yes. Um, from ex- um, extreme anxiety. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but like mm. basically at the beginning of the pandemic, like, uh, yeah. you know, as it was like clear it was coming in the United States, you know, last February kind of vibe. I have um some germaphobe issues. So this was really my nightmare. Mm. Um, no worries. And so I got perioral dermatitis 
perioral dermatitis and basically the only thing you can do is not put anything on your face. So I had to like start over from ground zero. You have to use like the most bland, like, you know, like the blandest thing on the, my friend, um, Emily sent me this, like the blandest French goop you put on your face. And that's like the only thing you're allowed to use. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm back to ground zero. So I want to hear Monica's stuff because I'm building back up. All right. Well, Monica, set the scene, paint, paint the tone, take us on this journey. You are a skincare uh, aficionado, would you say? I don't, I don't know if I could say that ethically. I, I, mean, I, I enjoy it so much. It is a self-care practice for me, for sure, for like doing the whole thing, putting on the serums, doing that little face roller, all of it. Um, and I, it really was born out of, I had horrible skin when I was younger. I had such bad hormonal acne. I could not, can't, like, I could not get it under control. And I was, you know, I was on the antibiotic. I tried, tried everything. And eventually I got on birth control and that really helped, um, along with products and stuff. But I, I would, it wouldn't be fair for me to say, the birth control didn't help because it did. Um, Me too. Anyway, yeah. Like, I, just it, say, it I think just... you're the f- you're the first person I think uh, in three and a half years of doing the show who has shouted out the old birth control as a skincare helper. Dory, am I right? Like, I don't think we've talked Wait, about this. I feel like I've talked about this. Don't recall. <laughs> birth control. <laughs> don't birth control <laughs> made my skin amazing. I'm with you, Monica. It changed everything. It really did. And then I got off of it for a while because I was like, I don't want to be stuck on this. Like, it's my face is probably better. I was a teenager. And then, nope, right back, right back at it. Um, And I also like, this is all kind of insane, but I, I pay for a brand where there is a generic, but the generic Mm. made me feel crazy. So I have to use the brand. So it's it's not a it's not a cheap fix, but it, it it ultimately when you're just like have dealt with bad skin for so long, I think you're like I will I will do anything to not feel yeah. like that. Mm. But yeah. anyway, as far as products, um, I use in the morning. Wake up! I <laughs> make my matcha matcha uh, machine. Um, yeah. <laughs> matcha machine exactly, Kuzin. and then I um wash my face with a face wa- face cleanser. It's a foam cleanser um, that is from my dermatologist. And it's like mainly salicylic acid, I think, is like the main ingredient in there. And use that. I, I never am – I'm not a person who has like sensitive skin in the way that like I can over clean it. Like I never feel like, oh, it's all red. That never happens to me. So. Um, I yeah, I use that cleanser and then I follow that up with a IS clinical serum. It's called the Pro Heal serum. It's the it's the brown container one. Um it's so good. It is so good. It's so smooth and um and I and I'll for especially for acne prone skin it's really good for it so that goes on first then i do a vitamin c serum 
Right now it's a Barbara Sturm, but I always trade the, I'm trading out. I like to find different ones and I, I like the Barbara Sturm one. So I use that. And then um, a face cream, the, I'm currently using the Augustus Bader. Is that what it is? Well, we've we've tried to figure. I think batter, bader. We don't know. I think it's botter. Botter? Oh, botter. Okay. Okay. Good to know. I think it's botter. This is why I'm not an aficionado. Um, (laughs) But I use that in the morning. And then I use a sunscreen that has hyaluronic acid in it. Mm. Um, It's by Elta MD, I believe. So that's my mm. morning. And then some, yeah, sometimes I, I have that little like tool that has the two balls at the end of it that you roll, roll all over your face to like make the blood flow or whatever it's doing. Do and- you, mm-hmm. Does that do anything? Do you like that tool? <laughs> does it matter? It doesn't I matter. I think it could be placebo. <laughs> I think it's a very good chance it's placebo, <laughs> but I do like it. I do. Um, try to like define my cheeks and chin with it. And for like 10 seconds, I'm like, it looks more contoured. Great. Um, <laughs> and that's it. So yeah, that's uh. my morning. And then my night is the same cleanser. And then the IS Clinical Active Serum, the blue bottle. And <laughs> then the Barbara Sturm Hyaluronic Acid. And... That's an insanely expensive product that I would, I feel even embarrassed to say that I use because it's so indulgent, as I would, as I said earlier, but I love it. Um, And then I use her face cream at night as well. And that's Dr. I also use acne patches all the time. Do you have a brand that you like for those little zip patches? I like the, I think it's, Casa RX. Mm-hmm. You just get them off yeah. Amazon. Mm-hmm. They're yep. incredible. I find those I so satisfying. I, I love yeah. it. I really love those. Oh, Thank you. For I, I, I really just got the. I just got the like SPF with hyaluronic acid from Ilia. Ooh, you ever yes, used their so stuff? Love Ilia. Like, yeah. We like Ilia. And vegan and cruelty free. Well, Amy, love you're this. you're yeah, getting in there. Yeah. Okay, that's about, that's just it though. <laughs> Something. That's all that matters. <laughs> there is this girl who works at our like indie cutie pet supply store that we go to who has is like a vegan influencer, so all vegan products, like skincare, whatever. Um I've like met like I met her at the pet supply store and I follow her on like stalker on instagram she doesn't know me at all um but so i sometimes she will talk about a vegan cruelty free product and i get excited so like, that's where that came from i love that and you're like i saw it on your instagram <laughs> she's <laughs> terrified of me <laughs> oh one other thing i do have to say or i would get in trouble if i didn't say because it is a big part of my routine i just forget about it sometimes is because I, I don't wear makeup every day, but if I do have to, I remove it before my cleanser. I remove it with actually the Happy Dance um, CBD. It's a ball, it's a coconut melt. It's the coconut melt. And it's just like Ooh. coconut um, oil that's solidified and has CBD infused in it. And like 
I just put it all over my face and it just removes all of the makeup and I and it doesn't make me break out or anything and I love it. Yeah, and we should mention Happy Dance is Kristen Bell's new CBD skincare line, which I'm dying it to is, try. And it's awesome. It's really, really good. Okay, good. That's that a, a good lineup of prods. Thank you, Monica. <sighs> um, before we wrap up, Amy, we need to know what is your favorite piece in the book? Be honest. It's too hard. I mean, I feel like one that's appropriate for this conversation and your pod. I love Beth Stelling has this piece that's like a parody of like the what's in my bag, what's in my purse, yes. like celebrity things. Um, and it's, and it's like formatted like too. Yes. And our, <laughs> this amazing designer, Kendall Ferenz, did the formatting. But yeah, so it's like a granola bar for like if I need a stack or if I get locked in someone's trunk or like it's so good. It's just a realistic version of a what's in my bag. Um, yes. Yeah, hers is amazing. I mean, there. I love, I I love them all. All the gals are in there because I'm such a huge fan. So it's like an honor that they're all in there. I mean, you did. There yeah, is a so an, great. It happened to me. My goop vaginal egg hatched into a tiny white woman who I now have to care for as my own. I was <laughs> yeah, cackling. So. I think that was yeah, that was Kate's cackle, and my cackle was the um, cat sitting instructions. Oh yeah, that's Emily Alt Emily Altman. It's unbelievable. I told her Just hers like, is by. Far the most unhinged. <laughs> so it's good. Great. It's insane. You know what I will say? So funny. I always forget to like advertise. I don't know how to advertise a book. I someday I need to offline with you guys about this because it's such a weird, hard thing to do. But um, I there's an audio book that a lot of the women read their own pieces. Um, like seventy of the women actually, oh. and a lot of like wow. that cat sitting instruction Emily did in one take, and it's unbelievable. So if everyone, if anyone's an audiobook person, it's really fun. Oh, that's a great! It's like a oh, giant awesome. comedy album. I'm not an audiobook person, but I will become one to listen to this book. I, it, it, I can't do like fiction on audiobook. I think that's like yeah. It, I need to like read it. But you know, like Rachel Bloom's book on audiobook was amazing. Sometimes when it's in, in someone's voice, it's really fun. You know. Hmm. Oh, well, listen. <sighs> thank you so much for taking so much time to chat with us about all the things. This has been so fun. So fun. So thank fun. you, guys. So I'm like fun. a huge nerd fan of the pod, so this That's has been so, so nice. special. Oh, That's really thanks. very flattering. Uh, we'll have to get you more goopy stuff for your face. <laughs> I have to take yeah. it slow. Yeah, that's our <laughs> mission. Great. Um, look, I mean, we where can listeners find the book, and where can they? Uh, I mean, obviously, we know we can hear Armchair Expert and Monica and Jess Love Boys anywhere you can get a podcast. Um, and the book is anywhere you buy books, but where else can our listeners find you both? Twitter and Instagram. I'm Amy yeah, Beth Instagram. I, I guess that's the general answer now, right? Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yet TikTok. When it becomes TikTok, that will feel oh different. Ugh, I have a TikTok for my dogs, unfortunately. I gave in. <laughs> And I got to tell you, Goose went viral. So it's wow. a big thing. Wow. You Congrats. know what? Congratulations. <laughs> That's more, you know, what? a bigger accomplishment than putting this whole book together. Book. Yeah, I, it's, sure. I will say it's like for, I've I've lovingly tended to my Twitter for 10 years. And in one day, Goose got more followers than I have in 10 years. Oh Just for God. lying on a stranger's blanket and letting them pet her belly. So amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you both. 
Thank, Thank you. Thank you. This was so fun. Thanks so much. Ugh. They were I love so an great. Un- I love an unabashed like skincare person. Yes, totally. You know, just owning yes. it. I yes, love it. Yes, it was so yes, yes. fun to just kind of indulge in that kind of conversation. Totally. 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 Ugh. Wow. Dory. Yes. Do you have a birthday intention? I do, but I, I want to talk about my last week's intention. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, okay. So uh, take us on the your last week. You were going to plan a weekend away. Okay, so... For your family. For my family. Now, this might come as a surprise, but we have planned a weekend away. Go on. Yeah, we've planned a weekend away. We're going to rent a little house Ooh. Um, on the central coast. California. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. You know, it's hard. Hotel rooms with a two year old are a little tough. Because he goes to bed so early. And so, you know, when I started looking at potentially going away and getting a hotel room, it was just like, well, well, then what do what like what do we do? Do we sit in the dark? Like, yes, what that happens? is what you do as a, as a person who has done this many times. You sit in the dark, or you like slide out to the balcony if you have one and sit out there for until ten o'clock ah, at night. The balcony, that's, yeah. So that's that didn't seem that didn't seem like especially fun. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at houses, and we found a cute little house. And yeah, we're just going to go away for the weekend. Um, I, I told I told great. Matt I told Matt that we need to make memories. Oh boy, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Yeah. So this week, I think my intention has to be to to figure out what I'm going to do for my birthday that will feel celebratory, but also give me some time for reflection, some time to myself. I don't know, like a journal session. No, but just like. <laughs> Like, I don't need to, like, I, I, I don't necessarily need to, like, go shopping or something. Right, like, I, right. I think I want some, like, quiet time. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. I'll, I'll see. I'll see. I'll see what I can come up with. So, that's my intention. What about you? How did the meal planning go? The meal planning was a massive failure. A oh, massive failure. I don't even think I thought about it. Okay. But... Today, all I've been doing is meal planning. So I'm going to give it a a redo. I'm going to give it a redo because I'm actually feeling re-inspired. And one thing thing I'm trying to do, a goal I have set, is to put together a list of 20. I'm aiming for 25 meals that everyone in my family likes that I could attempt a month-long meal plan. Ooh, we're like that's fun it starts at the like on the first we eat this and every like so we have these different recipes we've tried them out so i know that they're pretty foolproof with my family and they're easy to make and we just rotate these 25 meals every month i like this now am i up to 25 no i think i have you know maybe maybe 10 to 12 right but that's a start. That is a start. That is a start. All right. I like this intention. Thanks, it sounds Dora. fun. Thank you, Dory. You are so welcome. 
All right. Well, before we go, we need to tell everyone that Forever 35 is hosted and produced by me, Dori Shafrier, and Kate Spencer, and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. Sam Reed is our project manager. Our network partner is ACAST, and we will talk to you all again very soon. Bye. Bye.